Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to Cryptids of the Corn. Each week, Justin and Jay take a look at a topic in the crypto and paranormal world. They focus on the Midwest and Appalachia of the U.S., but sometimes they venture out. With everything from well-known monster sightings to one-off cryptids, live person interviews to actual fieldwork sneaking in some science lessons, there's sure to be something you'll enjoy. Please join us this episode of Cryptids of the Corn. Justin. And I'm the fish-friendly Jay. Oh, gosh. And we, together, plus Emily, who is not here, are Cribs of the Corn, your guides to the strange and spooky world of the cornfields. Yes, the the cornfields and the maize mazes and the... The maize mazes. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I love it. We should have so, a maize maze. This, like, uh, this is a Justin special. Yes. This episode won our Facebook poll. Woohoo! By a lot. Um... Uh, Bat Squatch took second place, and that comes out on Monday. Uh, so we just did the top two for this week. Okay. Because uh, this one won first place, and then Bat Squatch took second, so it comes out second, even though we recorded it first. <laughs> but Noah needs to know that. Yeah, it's okay. We now, are currently an unedited podcast, so now, everybody will know. Yeah, but now they all do. <laughs> uh, but this week. We are talking about the giant catfish folklore of North America. I can't wait. It's a lot. And there's even uh, been a couple articles on uh, folklore historians about this. Hmm. That this is just, well, I guess we'll just get into it. Well, it gets into popular culture, too. It's it's there. Is there anything you want to say before we start? Uh, I, I enjoy catching catfish. I love eating them. I like eat. Oh, you know, I'm not a big fan of eating them. You don't have you don't have them right. Soak them in Sprite or soak them in milk. You're probably right. I probably haven't. Be, I've only had it like once or twice. And I was oh like, gosh. Not doing this again. Yeah, catfish is probably the best meat if if it's not from a farm. Mm-hmm. I don't like farm catfish. Mm, okay. It's very bland. Interesting. But yeah, it depends on how you want your catfish. If you like a more like a walleye or something, soak them in uh, milk for 24 hours. Okay. Cook them. And if you like a more like a white fish. Uh, you soak them in 7-Up for 15 minutes before you cook them. Odd. It bleaches them, is what it does. Gets all that fishy the, the, out? Their, their flavor out, yeah. Mm, fish okay. should taste like fish. Yeah, yeah. I it, hate that. Fish should taste like fish. Oh, well. It's I, not, it's fishy. It's yes, yeah. it's a fish. Good job. Yeah, it tastes terrible. When it <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's like, I hate when people are like, it's fishy. Oh, yeah. It there's is like a, a certain... There's a I know what you mean. I know what everybody means. Yeah. But it's not... Cor- it's it's a fish. But what's, what do you expect a fish to taste like? Let's solve this debate, though. What do you call it, then? Like, that na- that, that taste that's Some just... people refer to gamey. Okay, I could see that. It, But it's not like but the no, gamey... But no, it's actually... It's the what people call the mud vein. Yeah. It's the dark meat. It's uh, where a lot of their oils are stored. So it's fish oil getting into the meat. Is that where the band got their name? I don't know. Mudvane? Maybe. Maybe. But no. Uh, it's that. It's the oil storage in that red meat on top of the filet. Mm. That's where that comes from. Ugh. Ugh. So most people, you can cut that out too. You just cut it off before you cook it. Okay. I was just say, when, when we like, eat walleye. We've eaten carp. Yeah. And carp are notoriously nasty. Yeah. But if you take that out, it tastes like just like a walleye. I oh, swear. really? Swear. I might have to try that sometime. Because uh, we did it because somebody told us that. And because an old black gentleman would buy our cart from us at the reservoir. Yeah. And he told us how to clean them. And then we went, took one home, and then we loved it. He gave us like a couple bucks every time. Huh. That's pretty interesting. I mm-hmm. ca- caught a few carp. We used to go boat fishing in our creek by our house. Mm-hmm. Caught a carp, we used to feed them to our St. Bernard, and she mm. would just munch the whole thing down, bones and all. Yeah, they're not bad to eat. I mean, in Europe, they're like the, the game fish. That's so weird thinking well, that's about where it. they're from. Right, yeah. That's invasive what they brought here. species. Mm-hmm. I did a report on invasive carp in the 
is it Mississippi going up to Chicago uh, or something? Yeah, they're, I can't bad. talk about that. It's bad. That's what I did. That's that's one of our surveys. I should have used you for my – well, you probably were still in high no. school when I did that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So back to giant catfish. All right. So the thing is, this is probably for a long time until recent history – the most popular cryptid in the U.S. or most talked about cryptid. Okay. There is not a community in the U.S. according to, oh gosh, I wish, I wish I could remember the folklore website. One of the big folklore websites about documentation of folklore. Mm-hmm. Um, anthropology is not the right word, but it's like that for mo- you know more modern stuff. Okay. Um, but it is the most spread folklore in the U.S., Interesting. Every bigger community, than Bigfoot, bigger than Bigfoot. every uh, basically white community or non-Native American community has a giant catfish legend. Interesting. It was until recent history bigger than Bigfoot, and it wasn't more talked about than even than Bigfoot, or it wasn't more publicized than Bigfoot. Okay. More people knew about this than people. Talk, more people talk about this than Bigfoot. My uncle said there was divers that dove below X Dam. And there was, you know, a catfish bear in a Volkswagen, and they came up with white hair. That's kind of the baseline. Good Lord. And we have a local one. If We do? Mm-hmm. Are you allowed to disclose where? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Salisbury State Park. Okay. And Kenton. Oh, okay. Salisbury Lake. They supposedly have one in there? So, there's, it's famous. My dad was actually in the lake when they threw a car in. So, there's a cliff on the back side of that. That people have been using for insurance claims. Actually, on my fish flander, I have a sc- screenshot shaved, saved of a car. No way. Yeah. Uh, but there's about 10 cars or 15 cars down there. Yeah. Well, I can't remember which bank robber it was, but he dumped a car full of money and stuff and guns and stuff down there. And this is in the 50s. Yeah. And so divers went back to get the guns because uh, gun- he, stole, he stole the guns from the armory in, in Kenton. Oh, wow. And so the guns were worth more than the amount Mon- of money that was down there. Right, yeah. Uh, the divers went down, and the same story. They said they seen these giant catfish that were so large that they came up, and one of the guy's hairs turned white and stuff like that from fear. Oh, his hair turned yeah. white. Holy crap. And then they would refuse to go back down. Yeah. That's the same story everywhere in the country. If there's a dam, if there's... Everywhere. Hmm. But, but... Keep in mind, I've caught 95-pound catfish in my life. The biggest catfish I've ever seen, not caught, was in that lake. Oh, really? It swam under our boat. Yeah. And it was probably about four and a half feet long, jet black, and didn't care we were there. Yeah. I bet you it was probably about 100 pounds. We got, let's, go, let's go catch it. it. Won't, you won't catch it. Oh, we can do it. But fish don't get big being dumb. I got this treble hook that I can tie to a light post. Or a lighthouse? Giant or treble hook? Steel cable? It wasn't a treble hook. Oh, okay. <laughs> we'll catch it. We'll That's catch something. A little bit different. Yeah. I put a whole chicken down there. <laughs> uh, we should tell that story on here, but it wouldn't get me in trouble. i got to look up at statue limitations and stuff. True, true. I, I, I know we've hinted at it earlier in much earlier episodes. It's just a story. Yeah. It didn't happen. Right. Jimmy, I, I think uh, Jimmy Woo. Woo told me the Jimmy story. Jimmy Woo. Yeah, Anybody that met us at Salt Fork knows who Jimmy Woo is. Yeah, he's very famous. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Great right. stories. So I do have um, some really famous stories from the over ever, back 1902. I have some Mark, Wain, or Mark Twain stuff. Ooh. Um, but, yeah, and then some more recent stories. I got a lot of stories, and we're just going to kind of go through them, and then we're going to talk about some real-life catfish at the end. Heck, yeah. Um, so we're going to start with my first little blurb. May 1902, uh, a Kentucky newspaper called the the Hickman Courier published a front-page story about a farmer's near-death fight with a monster catfish that he had become stuck in the the shallows of a creek. So this this big catfish got stuck. Okay. Uh, I know the article's kind of... Keep in mind, this is 1902. It's written a little different, so I've kind of modernized it a bit, but it's still a little clunky. (laughs) Okay. Uh... For reasons made not entirely clear, the farmer thought uh, it he had to he had to get it he had to haul this thing out, so he tried to pull it up and it fell on top of him. The catfish did. Yeah, so he's like trying to pick it up and it. Yeah, and he fell backwards with it. Okay. Uh, and then it impaled him with one of its spines. 
and then this fish is freaking out. Uh, he tried to pull it off, and then the fish kind of pulls him into the water because yeah. he's still attached to it. Um, he nearly drowned. They, then so this picture spreads. Uh, but yeah, and they, they estimate that catfish to be about two hundred pounds. Good lord. And, yeah, so that's kind of my first... It's not very... There's not much to it. It is a newspaper article. Yeah. It was a picture of the catfish. The guy did live. Yeah. Uh, it was, like, a couple inches from piercing his lung and his heart. <laughs> uh, I actually know a lady that had got impaled by a catfish. Really? Uh, yeah. A dad works with her. Where is Super it? Super sweet lady. Are there fins on... Are there barbs on the front... Their front fins? Yeah. So, they're, they're peck fins. Yeah. And their dorsal fin. The one on top. Yep. And they're locking barbs. So they... They actually have a little bone they can lock into place so they, they stay out, out. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, and they're serrated as youngsters. And uh, the older they get, the smoother they get because they're not needed as much. Okay. Uh, but so another one was a photo from the, uh, from Hardin County, Tennessee, not Hardin County, Ohio, where uh, supposed to be an 800-pound catfish that was taken in 1914. Okay. And we're going to talk about catfish biology later. Don't worry. Okay, good. Uh, 800 pounds? 800 pounds. It's crazy. Do you think that's possible? Oh, yeah. Catfish? I, I bet it's possible. I mean, I'm not... I don't ever count a catfish out, but... Don't. It's just because I know what they eat. Don't they'll, count a catfish out. They'll eat anything, won't they, for the most part? It depends on the species. Okay. There are everything from, and we'll get into it. From they'll eat stinky dog poop. But there are bait. catfish that eat live. There's catfish that eat dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's there's tiny catfish that can enter your body, and there's catfish that get the size of small cars. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. Now we're gonna. So any questions about that? They're both very little. They both have little news articles with them, mm-hmm. and they're both from over a hundred years ago. Okay. Okay. Yeah, they are. In 1908, 1914, mm-hmm. or 19. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's old accounts, but... Yeah, you'll see, there's... Oh, I only have... I have one really good modern one. Okay. So this this is kind of an older... And I think a dying legend. One, yeah, and there's reasons for that. I bet. Oh, uh, I mean, there's just... All big fish in the U.S. are going out the window. Uh, well, not the big species, fish that can get big. Big, yeah. But individuals that are super large are going out the window. Probably due to us. I'm yeah, imagining. yeah, it, it is. It just is. It's, it's even documented species that get you know. It just they don't get as big anymore. Mm-hmm. We just they just don't catch them all. They're hanging uh, up. That's on one reason. People's walls. That is another reason. Yeah, and then just environmental pressures. They just it favors their younger counterparts than mm, the older. better. Yeah. Uh, so we're gonna talk about Mark Twain's. All right. Uh, Mark Twain. Do you remember? Do what's his real name? Samuel Clemens. There you go. An 1833's memoir. Uh, his uh. Life on the Mississippi. So this is his book he read about his own life. Okay. So technically, this book is written as a non-fiction book. Okay. So I just want to make that clear. Uh, he was an avid cat fisherman for a while. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. But he writes of having seen a 6-foot, 250-pound catfish pulled out of the Mississippi River, uh, which is true it dwarfed the current world record of a 143-pound blue cat. Uh, but yeah, so that's just kind of that only blurb. That's pretty cool. That he did talk about it, and then in oh gosh, which was it? It wasn't was it Huckleberry Finn that he was with the runaway slave, or was it I, Tom Sawyer? It was Huckleberry Finn. That's the same story. Se- series. Oh, series. There's two different books. Oh, okay. I, uh, I don't. Know. I think it's Huckleberry Finn when they're going down the Mississippi. I think so. The slave named Jim, the ex-slave. Yeah, I think that's Huck Finn. Isn't that the one that great was, book? Isn't that the one that was banned, or is they both banned? They, I think I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't know. I, I, I read. I read the book. It was really good. But there's a story about Tom, or Huck and Jim catching a 200 pound catfish. They used a whole rabbit and a meat hook. <sighs> good lord. And yeah, and then they sold it for money to get more down the river. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that was it. So it was in one of his books of seeing a giant catfish, and some people that believe the giant catfish stuff point that that was just something he'd seen in his life mm-hmm. and put it into a book right yeah and that you know he did he wrote about the stuff he'd seen right yeah and you know they were fiction stories but they that were inspiration comes yeah. from somewhere yeah. so that's just something i want to point out that a man such as mark twain had seen he said he'd seen a 250 pound catfish mm-hmm. and there are, i've seen the picture of it 
and it is, you know, black and white still, whatever. Yeah. It is a very large catfish. Yeah. But the thing is the scaling in the picture. It's hard to tell how big the wagon it is in is. Okay. If it's six foot, is it eight foot, is it four foot? Right, yeah. You know, I've, I've held four foot catfish. Yeah. There's a big difference between a four foot catfish and a six foot catfish. It may it, not sound like a big difference, but, you know, it huge. is a huge difference. That's two feet. Yeah. That's, that's a lot of pounds. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so now I have a story from, this is a little bit of a long one. But it's a really cool one. And this is this is what I consider my modern story, and it's not very modern. Okay. As uh, as far as uh, actual dates. But it's within the last hundred years. Last hundred? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, of course. But that's what I considered more modern. Modern, right. <laughs> uh, it wasn't even that far back. It was uh, 1995. Zero is born. Oh, that's very modern, I would mm-hmm. say. Um, this is... This was on a forum page about giant catfish in the U.S. Okay. And this is submitted by Colt86 from Dallas, Texas. And I'll tell you, I spent a lot of time in Arkansas, Louisiana, Oklahoma, Texas. These stories are everywhere. Yeah. But these are people that commonly catch catfish of 80, 90 pounds. So it's honestly nothing. Well, they're talking, you know, they're talking big fish, you Mm -hmm. know, world record breakers. And they're there. They are there. I know they're there. Uh, I think these guys that run hoop nets and stuff catch them and they don't even weigh them. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Just because they release them. Oh, they just let they're, them go. They're not, they're not good for their processing. Gotcha. They, they don't taste good. They're bad fish to eat. T told you so. That when they're 185 pounds, they are disgusting. Because they they when flatheads and blue cats, they want them bigger than four pounds and less than ten pounds. Okay. So anything over ten pounds normally goes back. Give you a nice fillet. It just that's the the fish that tastes the best. Mm, gotcha. The older they get, they get more of that red meat, which mm-hmm. is the oil, Ugh. which is healthier for you. But it's that fishy taste, mm. so fishy. Mm. <laughs> just turn your mic off. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what you were doing. Doesn't work for the YouTube. <laughs> Aha! Uh, so here, I'm just going to read the story verbatim. It's kind of a long story, but we'll go through it piece by piece. All right. This is my monster catfish story that occurred in the summer of 1995. It was on Old Lake Dallas or Old Lake Dallas Dam near Little Alm, Texas. Uh, there were several droughts that summer, back before September 11th, and the new laws that followed. You could walk the dam, so yeah, that did change the 9/11 event. Oh, okay. It did change a lot of rules of like public access to these areas and stuff like that due to terrorism. Right. Uh, blowing up a dam is a good way to destroy a big area. <laughs> Allegedly, you know, it allegedly would be a good way. I mean, well, uh, two dams busted last year in Mich- or two years ago in Michigan and killed a couple hundred people by where our cabin is. But uh, by, they weren't big lakes. By natural reasons, the dams busted. Oh, uh, yeah, they're poor upkeep. Yes. There's still lawsuits. Uh, but, yeah, so old, uh, Lake Dallas is an old lake. Uh, it was built... In 1927, this person believes, I didn't look into it, um, and fed by the Trinity River, which I have been on. It's the last stronghold of alligator gar in North America. It's the best population of them in the world. Um, Me and my father had always went out there to treasure hunt. Uh, The old bottles, Indian artifacts, fossils, and anything else interesting uh, when the lake was down. Uh, So basically, I'm going to skip ahead a little bit. They would go out and when the lake was really low, explore the bottom of the lake and just see what they could find. Okay. Below and above the dam because this is a severe drought year, so the water's way, way down. So, next part. We went out one day uh, and it was quite the treasure hunt. We found 1930s soda bottles by the dozen, some still unopened. Old lures, more old anchors than one could carry. Even a 1914 boat motor in surprisingly good condition. We had such a good time, we made plans to come back the following weekend. Uh, The next weekend, I couldn't have been more excited to see what we might discover this time. It turned out uh, surprise would be... It turned out that surprised would be an understatement. I had always heard stories of huge flyhead catfish and enormous alligator gar in the lake, like anyone who grows up near old lakes in Texas does. My father had... uh, He told... Retold stories... To, um, to me and told of my grandfather who used to noodle catfish in the Alm Fork of the Trinity River in Denton County. 
uh, back around the turn of the century. Apparently, one day he'd stuck his arm in a hole and grabbed a fish that he said was at least 200 pounds. It came out of the hole and drug him around for several minutes, nearly drowning him, but finally let go. It permanently disfigured his hand and arm. I, of course, believed him, but as far separated as I as they might as well have been old ghost stories, as in this stuff just doesn't occur anymore. Yeah. Uh, once again, we're not good readers. <laughs> uh, back to this this summer weekend, we parked near the dam and started walking on top of the or top of the dam, looking down for anything interesting. There had apparently been a small rain uh, somewhere because the water had been up, or was up a bit, just short of um, lapping at the base of the dam. So there was a big puddle at the bottom side of the dam. Mm, okay. Uh, we had only walked about two minutes when uh, I seen what, from my vantage point about 50 feet high looked to be a dead human body washed up at the base of the dam. I pointed it out to my father and we immediately started descending down the dam to get a closer look. It's large boulder so it was difficult to traverse but as I was making or as we were making our way down I became aware whatever it was uh, was a like a monochrome gray color and too large to be a human body. We couldn't take the path straight uh, but we eventually made it to the bottom about 50 yards from the object. As we started walking towards it, I realized it was an enormous dead fish. Hmm. And as we uh, and as we got up we, to see, it was actually a flathead catfish. Uh, very common in the area. Very, very common. Uh, when, when I say enormous, I mean it's just truly enormous. Multiple times larger than any I or my father had ever seen before. It, apparent to, uh, it appeared to have been dead maybe a day or two. There didn't seem to be much damage to it that we could see. No boat prop marks or anything like that. I can only assume that it must have died from old age or something. It did not stink and had not begun to decompose or bloat yet. Uh, so, it, in my opinion, it probably was only dead a couple hours. That's what I was just thinking, They bloat yeah. very fast. Yeah. They have and swim- they stink really fast. Mm-hmm. It's due to their swim bladders. Oh, okay. Uh, we were truly in shock of the size and decided to measure it the best we could. So this actually has measurements. That's why I picked this story. Okay. My father's shoe was a size 11, which is exactly 12 inches long. So we stepped off the width of the mouth, and it was 28 inches wide. The mouth? The mouth. The widest point of the head was 2 or 3 inches wider than the mouth, so about 35 inches. And she means 2 or 3 inches, you know, bigger on each side. Both sides. Right, right. Because uh, I had to reread that a couple times, you know, because I'm like, that math doesn't make sense. Yeah, but then it all. I got it. <laughs> Which I might add is the size of a large saucer. Uh, the fish was oriented uh, very, the fish orientation very stir, so my father stepped off the link, or very straight, uh, stepped off the link. It was just over eight feet long. But I guess a small, uh, I, sorry, this is. There's a mistype in this. Okay. Uh, so, uh, turtle had eat, eaten off the tail. Oh, so it was missing its tail is what she's saying. Sorry, this is written, like I said, I'm trying to read it verbatim, but there's a good bit of misspellings. If the fish's tail was in proportion to other flatheads that I have caught, it's estimated to be close to two foot longer of it missing, uh, of what is missing. So a oh, ten okay. foot long catfish in total. Yeah, in total, what mm-hmm. it should be potentially. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the water up and not much to find we head we head home we had plans to return the next day with our camera and a tape measure so we could tell the story exactly so people could believe us that night we got the first real rain of the summer and it rose the lake by about two foot so yeah uh that's basically it i there's more to the story but i'm just so it washed away okay that's what happened at the end Mm -hmm. how did it how did it get up out of the water to begin with so it probably in my opinion it went over the dam Oh, and landed on the other side. Yeah, oh, uh, that's very common. for That fish. would kill it. That that's would kill very it. common for fish. Okay, because uh, uh, for on the upper side, there's fish all over the top of the dam. Right. Yeah, uh, it's a good feeding area. So it could have just been going, even going after. And then that fish. rain could have been it pushed it over. Yeah. Okay. And then it died from that. Right. The fall. That makes that makes a lot more sense because I was thinking it was already down there, and I was how would it work its way up? I don't think it could have jumped up there. No. So it was in the dam pool. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, so it could have got up from the bottom, the the river up. That is possible, but I think it went over. Bro, that's right. Because I, I, most of our dead fish we see under the dams. Me and Nick fished 
dams in Arkansas and stuff like that. Big giant. These dams are not anything like we have. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there's fish. We actually have watched big buffalo and stuff come over. Really? Buffalo fish. Right. Yeah. Not the actual uh, buffalo. Come over the top and you're like, whoa. And they go all the way down? Yeah. <laughs> they mostly survive because they, they're doing it on purpose. Right. Yeah. Man, that'd be cool to see though. Yeah. It's scary. Yeah. You just hear, you, it sounds weird. Well, like a, a splash. And then carp kind of roll like they thump down. Oh, like, really? Like me or you would. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it sounds like a big meaty body <laughs> rolling down. <laughs> On the dam? It, it sounds gross because they're dead. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Um, but yeah. They don't live through that, do they? No. So what do you think about that so far? That's, I mean, that's pretty awesome. I. Uh, that's I, enormous. I, yeah. A 10 foot long. 95. So I actually have a theory on this one we'll get into if you remind me. Okay. 1991 catfish theory. That's much bigger than any flathead. Yeah. But it could be a case of misidentification. What, perhaps a sturgeon? No. Oh, okay. It's definitely a catfish. Oh, okay. Catfish mis-ID. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. Because there is an invasive species in Texas. Of catfish? Mm-hmm. That would... It's reached 14 feet in length. Oh, jeez. Is it from, like, Thailand or something? Europe. Oh, European, uh... Oh. It's the Wells. The Wells catfish? Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know in what that is. In their native country of Wales, they don't get big. Really? Uh, they get big, but not, like, gigantic. So why gigantic uh, here? The everywhere out of their range, they get gigantic. Interesting. They're hyper... They're, they're crazy fish. They're, I think they are either third or fourth in the world's largest freshwater fish. Oh, okay. They're definitely the, the longest freshwater fish in the world. Oh, they are? Mm-hmm. They get a big eel-like tail. Wait. Oh, okay. So even bigger than sturgeons? So sturgeon are androgynous. Okay. So they don't get a count. Why not? Androgynous means both. Species? Fresh and salt. Oh, okay. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So they can live in both? Uh, most species of surgeon can. Lakes can't, and shovelnose can't, and pil- I think pileids can't. But, yeah. Hmm. Didn't know that. But your There's big, a- your really big sturgeon are considered androgynous. Science lesson for the day. Salt and fresh water. Okay. So that's why, like, a white sturgeon, they yeah. get 20 foot long. Right. They don't count. Okay. Because they don't, they don't live... The whole life in the river. Well, they get the size of a great white shark. Okay, I guess that makes more. They sense. They would blow the next contender out of the water by a lot. So the Wells catfish is the longest. Oh, well, 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 well. Let's let's not get ahead of ourselves. I thought you were just said that. <laughs> oh yeah, it's okay. the Wells. I think it. I think that story. They may have seen a Wells. They've oh, actually you mean in this in, particular story? Yes, they actually are invasive in Texas. Oh, that makes sense. Uh, and this may have been the the. I think they got there in the eighties. And they get big fast. So it, I think they may have been missed up. Their, their weight isn't as big as they look. Okay. They get very long, and it's oh. very deceiving. So it could have been bloated. No, well, I don't. I just think they've seen that. They maybe really did see an eight foot long catfish. Right, yeah. And they just couldn't wrap their heads around how heavy it was because they knew a four foot flathead right. weighed 100 pounds. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So now this thing's eight, 10 foot long. It's got to be 800 pounds. You yeah. know, it looks. But they're not that heavy. They're they're heavy. Don't get me wrong. But right, not it's proportionally heavy. The, the last half their body is like a like an eel tail. It's big, long, flat. Oh, okay. They use their whole back so end to swim. Deceiving. Mm-hmm. Okay. But let's talk about real world monster catfish. So, like we said, I don't know if we actually said this in the podcast yet or not. Out of the world's seven largest freshwater fish, do you know why it's considered seven? Why they oh. don't say five or ten? Um, because seven is just a nice lucky number. Because there's like seven of them, they're really close. Oh, okay. So they make more sense. Yeah, like I think eight drops off pretty dramatically. Okay, so they just say the seven largest right. because it's kind of those that it's group. That's, just these ones that, that are pretty close. Mm-hmm. They're within probably 150 pounds ish of max estimated sizes. I mean, that makes sense. Some of these animals we think are you know, and we not we think they can get that big. But we're going to talk about a little bit of the giant catfish of the world, and that, and we're going to talk about uh, catfish biology first. Ooh. So that's our three big species in North America, and the third has a big drop off, like we were just talking about. Okay. The blue cat, which is the biggest, they are the vacuum cleaners. They just clean up every, all the. They'll eat whatever. Yep. Uh, I've seen them eat stuff that they can't digest ever. Dirt devils. They don't. They're just big dumb. Vacuum cleaners. I, but I love them. I don't like eating them. No, but you need them there. Yeah, they, they have a very, very specific environmental role. 
And then you have flatheads, which are the giant predatory catfish. Okay. They really they have they will eat stuff like chicken liver and stuff like that. It's more rare. Yeah. Uh, they love eating live food or freshly dead food. Okay. They'll actually crush food, spit it up, and then eat it again. It really. Mm. Uh, they're much more predatory. Their biology, you know, leans more towards a predator. And then you have channel cats, which are there's like a hundred fifty pound or a hundred pound difference between the world records of each of those. Oh like wow! Between flatheads and and blues being really big, and then channels are I think the world record's like forty pounds or something. Oh, like so channels are smaller. They're, they're very much smaller. But uh, channels are more numerous in the country. Are they like predatory too, or are they kind no, of? No, they're mixed? just the same thing as blue cats. So vacuums. Yeah, they'll eat live fish. Don't get me wrong, but they won't pass up on nothing. Right. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, that's why they're fun to catch. I might have to. I might. I we have old photos. My brother caught a catfish once. It was a thirty-two inch, eighteen pound, but I don't know what kind it was. So the only difference between a blue cat and a channel cat that the average person can see. Not all blue cats are blue. Okay. Uh, it's they're males when they're spawning they turn blue, but male channels when they're spawning turn blue. They they all have white bellies. Who? Which one has a white belly? They all have white bellies. I mean, okay. it's not a determining factor. Okay. Uh, the only difference is the anal fin, that big fin. Okay. Is either straight or curved. Oh, I can't remember. So channel cats have a curved edge, mm. like a bow. Yeah. And then uh, blues have like a, it looks like a scissors cut it. I mean, it's flat. Must have been a can- channel cat, I think. That's more likely. Yeah. Blue cats are very rare in Ohio. Oh, this was in Canada. Oh, there, there's no blue cats in Canada. Okay. Yeah, Probably channel. But I, it was aggressive, though. That's yeah, what yeah. I- channels are pretty aggressive. Okay. Because we had this... They're fun fish. I'll, I'll just tell this quick story. So we caught this big old catfish like super early in the morning. and um, That was the only fish they caught that early. They just brought the boat back then because they'd never caught a catfish here in this <laughs> spot before. And it was big. It even jumped out of the water when they were reeling it in. So we just took uh, uh, one of those... Uh, oh, what's it called? The stringers? Mm-hmm. Um, like the fabric yep. ones? Just a big rope. We took that, you know, wrapped it through its gills, tied it off to the dock. And we just left it there and we went out fishing again. When we came back, that catfish had just constantly been yanking on that rope backwards. Swim up to the top, and then it would swim backwards, like yank this rope. Mm-hmm. It did it so much that leather or leather that what would you call those stringers? They're they're nylon nylon, nylon cord. Yeah. So that nylon, you know how it's weaved mm-hmm. and it had pulled so much, it had all come un, unweaved. Like it was just three strands of nylon left, and like it was getting ready to yank it. Uh, like to break that cord mm. if we didn't get there if if we'd have left it there another like hour, so, uh, yeah, it would have it would have been free. I caught a catfish one time, and as I was pulling in, it had a uh, a stringer attached to it. Oh yeah, I caught nine catfish. It was still attached to the stringer. Mm-hmm. No it way. It pulled the stringer off the dock. No way. It had nine. I caught nine catfish, and it was they were also alive. It just happened uh, within a couple days. No way. And a dead trout. And he's still swimming around yeah, taking all, your bait. All the catfish were alive, and then the trout was dead. I mean, he was pretty bad. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's nuts. Mm. That's a fishing story for a lifetime. Yeah, I kept the stringer. Got a stringer out of it. That's awesome. I released all the catfish. Really? Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I'm like, any of you guys. Even a big one? Yeah, I was just like, yeah, you guys are pretty tough, so here you go. <laughs> yeah, you good. I only keep a couple catfish when I go out to keep catfish. I don't need 10 of them. Right, it's true. Uh, but So we're going to talk about... So the biology, catfish have something that's considered, uh, they have a gene that's undetermined growth rate. Okay. Uh, mammals, birds, and I, maybe some reptiles. Uh, most reptiles probably not. Uh, but mammals and birds have determined growth rate. We only grow X speed at X in okay environments. We can slow down. We can't speed up. Okay. There are drugs and stuff that help us speed up. Or if you're Andre the Giant. Yeah, there are you know genetic, Special case. Yeah, yeah. genetic conditions that can cause you to speed up, but when you're born, you have X as your growth factors max. Mm-hmm. Catfish don't have that. Okay, they have undetermined growth rate. They just go. They will grow as fast as they eat. Okay, and the bigger they get, the more they can digest. The bigger they can get. Okay, so their biggest catfish in the Mississippi come from a meat processing plant just under it, because all the 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 spillage. Oh, okay. And they're just there mowing down. Yeah. Mouth open, just sucking up everything. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, so this interesting catfish biology, or fish biology, is that they get as big as the, as the environment will let them. Okay. Uh, they will, if they have food, they'll get big and big and big and big. Hmm. So yeah. 
Uh, but we're going to talk about some world records, and I'll give you a blurb about each of these world record types of catfish. Okay. Uh, these are from all around the world. But the United States, the flathead catfish, and this is rod and reel records. Okay. So there have been <laughs> bigger examples of this species, but not caught on rod and reel. Um, but is a hundred and twenty three pounds for the flathead catfish, five foot long. Whew. That's a big one. I've caught four four footers, but there's a big like I said, there's a big difference between a four foot and a five foot. Uh, yeah. Um and then that was in ninety eight in Kansas. Oh wow, okay. Um yeah, let me see. Is Jeremy Wade on any of these lists? I don't think he's got any <clears throat> World records. Mm, okay. He's caught all of these. Oh, I'm sure he has. Yeah, he's caught every one of these. <clears throat> uh, so the next one is the red-tailed catfish, and it's the exact same weight. Really? As the flathead, but a lot shorter. They're a lot wider. How short was this one? Uh, four and a half foot. Oh, okay. And this was caught in 2010 in the Amazon River. <coughs> and they get a lot bigger than that. I've seen them in aquariums bigger than that. Okay. But that's just, like I said, rod and reel. Rod and reel catch, yeah. These are invasive in Florida now. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Actually, the Flathead Hunters of North America is a it is a conservation group for flathead catfish. They're, they you know they go fish farm and stuff like that. Try but they do conservation it. work, too, because mm-hmm. uh, they enjoy the sport of flathead. And flatheads are the one of the more susceptible catfish species to population change. Oh, okay. You take all the big ones, they'll go away. Uh, but mm. they are they have bounties. This group offers bounties on red tail catfish. Oh, that's awesome. That's sweet. Um, but yeah. The next one is Blue Cat, another North American giant. And once again, I already said the world record, but it's 143 pounds and only f- four foot four and a quarter feet. Okay, so shorter even yet. Shorter, but these are fat fish. Yeah. And it's caught in Virginia. Thick with two C's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, caught in Virginia in 2011. So it's a more recent one. He is still our wait. No, he, they were trying to get him. So the cool thing about this one is the guy that caught it was trying to get it to the Bass Pro Aquarium. Oh yeah, they, they were going to try to put it on display there. Yeah, and it died on the way. Oh they man, did, they did put a good effort in to try to get it there alive. Yeah, uh, but when you catch these big old fish, they're going to die. Yeah, uh, they, so lactic acid buildup is why fish get tired after they fight. And that's the most lethal thing for, like, pike and muskie and stuff like yep. that. I've witnessed that happen. Yeah, they just... I've actually held a muskie in the river for, like, 30 minutes. To get it... Yeah. Port recovered? Yeah, because uh, it, it just fought too long. The, yeah. The fight goes on too long, they'll die. Um, the goonch catfish. Ooh. And this is a weird one on this list. Because uh, they do get a lot bigger than this. Uh, but this is documented. This is what we have. Uh, so... Oh. Sorry, I hit something and then the mic <laughs> shut off. Uh, but uh, these are from India and stuff like that. So the world record's 165 pounds and five foot, okay. a little over five foot long. Uh, there have been pictures of the lagoonch of up to 500 pounds. Oh my gosh. But they are biologically estimated to get up to 450 to 500 pounds. Uh, That's we, a big goonch. We have a couple on this list that get way bigger than that. Really? Yeah. Um,. But yeah, Jeremy Wade. This is uh, one of his uh, hardest catches to find one. They're oh, really? Critically endangered. Uh, but the monsters come from one spot, in India, where they partially burn dead bodies. Oh. Uh, they're funeral rites at, on the side of the river, and then push the remains of the river to go back to nature. Oh my gosh! And some of these goons are getting humongous eating people. Oh my gosh! That's kind of creepy, a little bit. Think about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it on the Ganges River or whatever? Um, I don't I, have it. I don't know. Um, the Wells catfish. So now we're getting to him on the list. Yep. So here's what we're going to talk about. Uh, this is the world record, again, rod and reel. Right. There are bigger examples of this fish. Uh, but world record is 280 pounds, <sighs> nine foot long. Oh, my gosh. So when we go back to that story from Texas. Yeah, it's about... Yeah, nine, you know, eight foot long. Eight, is, ten I mean, feet. It's it was, not out of the question. They get eight foot common. Yeah. And, but, you know, maybe only 180 pounds. And how much was this one again? 280. Okay, so not, I mean, bigger, but. Mm-hmm. And that was just caught in 2015. Oh, wow. And that wow. was in Italy where they're not native. Oh, wow. Okay. 2015. By a guy named Dino. Oh, what a cool name. Mm-hmm. I named my kid Dino. 
Uh, so the Parariba uh, catfish is another Jeremy Wade special. This is the one you've seen on the internet going around with the mouth that has the boy hanging out of it, the kid hanging out of it. Oh, really? The dead kid. And there's an argument whether that picture is right or wrong, if it's real or not. Uh, they are known man-eaters. Okay. I think I've heard of this one before. Yeah, it's Jeremy Wade special. Parariba? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and their little cousins are monsters, too. Uh, so the... The world record is 341 pounds and seven foot. Oh my gosh! These are like lunkers. These are the uh, these are look they look very much similar to sharks in build. Really? These big shoulders, big heads. Yeah. You know, and really strong, sharp fins. And they'll snatch you up. If they... uh, these are considered these are considered man eaters. Uh, the Pariba is. Where where are these located? The Amazon. Amazon, okay. Brazil and stuff like that. Yeah, most of these a lot of these big guys are from. Oh my uh, the God. Amazon. Gosh. The largest catfish in the world, uh, the Mekong giant catfish. Okay. And three of the world's largest freshwater fish, actually the three top dogs, come from the Mekong River. The Mekong. And, that, is and that they're South all America? three probably extinct. Or all the big guys are gone. Okay. Uh, no, Mekong's Asia, China. Oh, okay. And that's why they're gone. Because mm. uh, it's like a polluted butthole now. Oh, <laughs> it's nasty. The not, river's nasty. It's not just a butthole river. It's a polluted butthole river. Mm-hmm. Kenton. <laughs> it's Kenton, Ohio, as a river. <laughs> a river. Okay. <laughs> uh, but the the world record rod reel is six hundred and forty six pounds, <laughs> nine foot long. What kind of rod and reel are you are you using? Like uh, deep but, sea marlin yeah. gear. So these catfish are very special. Yeah, because they're because gi- they're giants. They're Mekong River giants. Well, that's I guess that's my last one of the Mekong. Uh, but yeah, so these are vegetarians. Whoa! They have giant eyes that are on the bottom of their body, like you can't see them from the top because hmm. they're picking stuff off the bottom of the river. Oh, okay. They got human-like teeth. That's weird. And they have no whiskers. Okay. Oh, that's they're just... super friendly. They're really? Fine. They're yeah. They're they're harmless. I might have to see a picture of them just so I can. So the other three contenders. So we went over the. Uh, like I said, the other three contenders of the world's largest freshwater fish, truly freshwater fish, are it's the freshwater stingray, the giant freshwater stingray. <laughs> okay. The arapaima. Yep. I, okay, I know what that is. And the giant freshwater carp. Oh, cool. And the giant stingray and the giant carp and the giant Mekong giant catfish are all from the Mekong River Delta. Wow. And. Uh, and then other parts of Asia and stuff like that. Yeah. The giant carp is extinct. Uh, the last pair, it might not be extinct. The, the last giant pair uh, was protected by one farmer that had been feeding him rice noodles for like 20 years. And really? And they finally disappeared. Oh, no. And the one, there's a video, the one estimated was like 680 pounds. <sighs> and the other one was estimated to be in like 540 pounds. They believe it was a male and female. I would just love to witness that. And he was, he'd feed him noodles every day. Yeah. And they'd eat out of his hand. They had no teeth or nothing like that. Yeah. Jeremy Wade actually put a cutout of the, there was a remains of one found that was like 850 pounds. Man. Bigger than a Volkswagen bug. That's amazing. So these, some of these fish uh, are estimated to get up to 750 pounds. Okay. That's kind of what we think a lot of the top out on some of these catfish are. Uh, specifically, let's go back. Uh, the Goonch is one that's kind of the wild card when we talk about these giant catfish of the world. Because there's not a lot known on them. Where they are is hard to research. Yeah. They're already endangered uh, due to just habitat loss and pollution. Well, at least they got a cool name. And they have giant teeth. The goose like, do? Like, like musky teeth. Well, they're, they're those are the man-eaters, right? Those are the ones that have been fed human corpses. That's okay. Yeah, that's right. That's right. The parariba. The parariba is the one is that the seeks human. The, the, and then uh, where, where do I have my parariba one? Oh, so they found... Uh, yeah, they found everything. Monkeys, cats, dogs, birds, other catfish, crocodilians, and human remains. Good lord. There is nothing a parariba won't, won't eat. Right. Except maybe like a... Uh, I don't know. So, I do all this to illustrate that this is a myth. Or not a myth. This is a folklore aspect that has followed mankind forever on every continent. Mm-hmm. Besides Antarctica, obviously. there's just That we not- know of yet. Yeah, there I there are saltwater catfish species. Mm-hmm. I don't think there are any cold water ones. Catfish thrive in these decently warm climates, and I'm not talking. I mean, they're in they're in Canada and stuff like that. 
Uh, catfish are everything from small venomous ones like mad toms we have here in North America. Mm-hmm. Uh, some only get the size of one digit or two digits on your pinky. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, like the mountain mad tom and stuff like that. That's breeding size. Oh, okay. And they're venomous and it sucks to get stung. Yeah. Been stung a lot. Really? By those specific catfish? All the mad toms. I've been stung by every mad tom, I think, in Ohio. Really? What does it feel like? Freaking sucks for days. Like a bee sting? No. Worse? Yeah. Stone cat mad tom is the hardest one to get stung by because their spines are really blunt. And you got it? Yeah, but I keep mind what I did. Right, yeah. So I had 50 of them in a bucket. Yeah. And I had to count them. Yeah. I had to pick up each one of them and weigh them. So the option to get stung was very high. Right. Uh, but it burns, and then it goes away, and then it burns, and then it goes away, and then it burns, and then it goes away for a couple days. Oh, good lord. I and wouldn't like that. If you get it stung near on your hand, it'll make your elbow hurt really bad. Yeah. Of that arm. Uh, it, it's a venom that causes pain, not destruction. Okay. So when we talk about... Uh, there's no... I necrotic? Necrotic venom... I can't remember all the venom types now. Yeah. But there's a couple of venom types. This is the one that just causes pain. So Inflammation. It's, yeah. Uh, it's just made to make your day bad. Right, But yeah. not hurt you. Just, really, it doesn't do anything to you unless you're allergic. There was one kid in school that our professor's like, these guys are venomous and blah, blah, blah. And he's purposely got stung. He's like, the professor's like, why'd you do that? And then he swelled up like a balloon because he was allergic. Oh, my gosh. So I'm guessing he didn't know. No. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> How'd that end? Uh, he went to the ER and everything. I think he was fine, but he changed majors. <laughs> I guess that'll do it. Mm-hmm. Mad Toms are good. In, uh, some are really sensitive. So, like, Mountain Mad Toms and Northern Mad Toms are both endangered in Ohio. I had, uh, I've had Stone Cats as pets, Stone Cat Mad Toms. They look like mini flatheads. Oh, cool. Okay. Uh, I've had, um, oh my gosh, now I'm forgetting. Can't remember Brindled your... Mad Toms. Okay. Those are the, they're bumblebee colored. Oh, cool. Uh, they're really good little... They they hide in, like, root wads and stuff in nature and leaf yeah. piles. They're fun aquarium fish. That's pretty neat. They, they, they're they fun aquarium fish. They get really active and stuff like that when you start feeding them. Yeah. Like, uh, they, they get really fr- personable. Okay. Uh, I've had all kinds of catfish as pets. Catfish are cool pets. It seemed like a cool, just a cool fish in general. Like They that. are the most... Probably. And this is opinionated by somebody that was a fish expert for a while. Uh, not anymore, I guess. I'm not paid, so. Okay. That's kind of the difference between a, a an amateur and an expert. A former expert. But uh, uh, they're one of the most successful freshwater groups on the con- or in the world, world. today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Today. Uh, they've been around a while. Not super, super ancient, but they've been around a while. And they are on every continent, and they've produced several giants. Okay. As we just talked about. And they've produced some of the meanest little fish mm-hmm. you'll ever see. Like in uh, the Amazon, there's the Pararisu, I think is how it's pronounced, the bullet catfish. Okay. Uh, so they normally only eat corpses, but what they do is they bite a little bullet-sized hole. They These are like little bullet-sized, like a couple inch long, white. They look like hot dogs. Okay. They look very like hot dogs with fins. Uh, the eyes are super tiny. I can't remember. They may have vestigial eyes. Uh, but they bite a little bullet hole, and then they eat animals from the inside out. They just crawl in. Yeah, and then they start eating organ meat. I think I've seen that before. Uh, there was only a couple reports of them eating somebody alive, and it was an old man that was taking a shower, and they think it was just too weak to get back up, and they got in him, and then they ate his guts while he was alive. And then there is the one that's the famous one, which is the... I can't remember that one's name. It's the one that swam up a guy's genitalia. Urethra? Mm-hmm. Did it, eat, did it eat him? No, it got stuck. Oh. So what they do is they feed off the of gills of larger catfish species. Oh, okay. So, but how they track them is ammonia output. Oh, so, it so they follow stream. they follow ammonia. So they followed his urine stream, and they went. They found the, the hole, source, and they went up, and then it released spines, and he had to get surgically removed. Oh my it stuck. gosh! What a terrible day. Mm-hmm. What a terrible day. I think that guy almost lost, like, his life over it because it got infected really quick and stuff like that. What? So what's your questions? You got, you've got you had to have some. I've talked for about 50 minutes. I got one big question. Okay. Who would win in a fight? Between a catfish and a catfish? A catfish and a bowfin. Depending on the size, you know, it's that's a big difference because hmm. bowfin can be swallowed. That's kind of the catfish's... 
That's kind of the catfish's go-to. Let's just... Oh, okay. It's just swallow prey whole. Say so relatively the same size, so both. Both in every time. Dang, okay. Uh, they'll, they bust swim bladders. That's right. That's their whole true. go-to. That's true. Is they rupture internal organs. It seems like catfish are pretty smart, though. Like, it just seems like it. Depends for on a the fish. catfish. For a fish. Yeah, I... They know how to survive, and they yeah. have a numbers. They produce a lot of offspring. They have really good parenting, not as much as a bowfin would. Okay. Uh, but both parents normally uh, take invest heavily into the nest. Um, you ever been catfish noodling? Yes, once. One time? Did yeah. you catch one? Yes. What's Wouldn't it, do it again. I was going to ask you, what's it feel like when it... You... Uh, catfish have grinding pads, not teeth. Okay. Uh, gripping pads, kind of. So what they do is they bite and they spin, and then it just shreds your arm. Yeah. It sucks. It's dumb. So it's, it, it hurt? It's not for me. Yeah. So you, 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 and the practice is not good for uh, fish populations because that is targeting nesting fish. Ah, So you're okay. pulling a parent off the nest, and most of the nest gets eaten after you pull a parent off. Yeah. Because it takes two parents to guard a nest. Gotcha. Okay. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and there's actually some, there's a lot of fight with it down in like the southern part of the U.S., because it's directly related to big population uh, declines. Yeah, yeah, I could see that definitely. Because you're, like you said, you're targeting the the, the mom the and nesting, dad, like the nesting pair. Yeah, that's not good. They, they're only in that hole why they have a nest. Right. Yeah. Huh. I've never done it. It's it's not worth it. It wasn't. But it doesn't look like something that would ever interest me. One, I don't like catfish. Kind of spooked me out a little bit knowing that they're in the water because I know they're poisonous or venomous. Only mad toms. Oh, see, I didn't know that. I thought every catfish. No, that's a, a myth. I see. I didn't know this. Yeah, but I do. Do they all have spines and stuff? Yeah, most species, as far as I can think of, is North American species. And it stings you or something. So you're pushing on a sharp bone, so it's more ripping and poking. Okay, so it's like a porcupine thing. Yeah, like a quill almost. That doesn't come out. Yeah, and what causes the irritation is there are some bacteria and stuff on the spine mm. for the larger catfish species. We're talking yeah. flathead, blue cat, yeah. and channel cat. See, Mad was... toms are, have a hollow spine, and they, and they inject venom. venom. They yeah, have venom that's glands. That's a whole different story. See, I thought they all were kind of like that. No. But, you know, I'm a dumb kid growing No, up. nobody, I mean, that's what everybody <laughs> tells everybody. Yeah, I didn't know. It will sting you. So they always it, freak me out. Yeah. Like, I ain't touching that fish. It's a catfish. So I knew a lady that got one stuck in her neck, and she had to go to the hospital. Uh, she was on a pontoon removing it from her daughter's hook, and it went... The fish? Well, the wave hit the boat, and she's like, I dropped the fish. And her husband's like, mouth open. It's stuck in her neck. Oh, my gosh. And so she was like, well, you know, getting ready to pass out, and they got to the ER, got it removed. Oh, my gosh. Don't they, didn't the natives use a catfish uh, spine and stuff to make, like, needles and things like that? Or, or I don't know about that. I know they use fish ribs. Okay. Uh, catfish needles are kind of bulky and not good for that. I Did know they, they use, them, use for, them for fishing spears. Maybe that's what it was. Because young catfish spines have uh, backwards-facing barbs. Yeah, yeah. So, like I said, the younger the catfish, uh, the messier the barbs. Mm, okay. Any questions about or comments about giant catfish in this whole kind of common myth of north america it's everywhere it's in every yeah. state yeah uh i don't know if i got any questions because i comments because be i believe that they're all there i would love to see one but i'd be scared to death they would eat me yeah i, I mean, mean for real catfish i mean there's a picture going around right now of a about an 80 pound flathead that had swallowed the head and killed a six foot lake sturgeon Oh, jeez. It had no chance of ever eating. It just, but it put its head mm -hmm. in its mouth and it wasn't and letting the go. Or and the sturgeon died because it couldn't breathe. Breathe, yeah. Jeez. So they'll eat, they will eat, they, literally Their eat eyes anything. are bigger than their stomachs every time. Really? Every time. Wow. Oh, that, I see what you're saying. That's just an expression. Mm -hmm. Not literally, but it's going to try to eat whatever it mm -hmm. can get its mouth on. Um. No, these are, I mean, these are awesome. I... I would love to encounter something like this, but like I said, I think the biggest one I was seeing was that one in person. Uh, I've I've held some ninety pounders ish, really uh, in Arkansas to nets and stuff like that when we'd go down and run hoop nets with a guy. Uh, I've seen that one out of Salisbury. I don't know how big it was. I bet you it was hundred pounds. Um, I never witnessed anything that big. Everyone close, and they get they get big. I yeah. mean, I mean, I'd love to see a behemoth, one the size of a Volkswagen. Yeah, in. I guess in the 1800s, there's all the times, there's all kinds of articles and clippings of 200, 250 pound catfish being sold. Yeah. As meat, you know. 
Oh, wow. So it wasn't talked about as it was a monster. It was talked about as, like, oh, you know, X has a sale on catfish because somebody brought him a 250-pounder. Right, yeah. We have a first fish fry tonight or mm-hmm. something. Is that that first one uh, when they were looking for the guns in that? Uh, oh, in Salisbury. Yeah, and uh, I think we could drop a GoPro down there and see anything. No, it's too dark. It's, too too, it's very deep. It's very deep. Really? Yeah. Oh, uh, GoPro with a flashlight attached? I don't think it'd come back up. Mm. What, you think it'd eaten? Yeah. Really? Well, I had my. Uh, I have a. Well, I actually have a camera for ice fishing that I can drop up to a hundred feet. Yeah. It has a light on it, yeah. so I don't need the GoPro. Oh, yeah. we should try it sometime. Uh, but I had one. Fi- I had a catfish try to eat that once. Really? I've had a burbot try to eat it. I've had a catfish try to eat it, and I've had a sturgeon try to eat it. Oh, that's awesome! So you got that on film? Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. We should drop one down there, only because it's the only one reason local. I wouldn't do that is because it would get caught. Well, yeah, on I something. Gonna, I was gonna say that I would like to see the vehicles down there. That'd be cool. Mm, but, but you get, you got a risk of your camera getting caught, caught and stuck on something. And then I'll dive down there and get it. I don't think you can. <laughs> no, I'd, I'd probably get eaten. Well, I mean, you drowned. It's 100 feet. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, I couldn't do I that. I think it's 60 foot in Salisbury where those cars are. 60 feet. That's pretty dang deep. That's a, it's a, that's a dive. I think the furthest I've ever gone down was like 20, 25 feet. It's pretty far, but you can you do it. You 20 feet? Oh, it's not. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my grandma's pool is 12, which is nothing. Mm-hmm. But uh, there was a... They had a pool 12 as deep as I've ever been. Okay. Yeah, you can... Sw- um, there was... We went to... Uh, I did do a dive class, so I have been deeper than that, but I had the, all kinds of stuff. With you? Yeah. We did it... Um, there was... I forget where we were. We went on a cruise ship to Jamaica, but we stopped at these other... Two other places. I just can't remember where the first one was, but we did this little boat tour, and you went down the dive for sand dollars. Then he took us out a little deeper, and he said it was you know twenty twenty five feet. But yeah, you could swim. You could see the bottom. You could swim all the way down there. It was you'd swim down, touch it, and go straight back up because the pressure was hurts your head. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. But did deep breath. I go down, touch it, and shoot back up. But yeah, you could go. That's amazing. It's I don't know. I like. I'm a terrible swimmer. I'm, I can't like swim fast. I can. I'm really good at not drowning. I'm good at that. I've almost drowned once, but that was a different story. Someone standing on my shoulders and didn't oh, realize no. I could. I needed air, and they were still on my shoulders. I couldn't get them off. <laughs> that was scary. But other than that, any it, any other catfish comments before we go? Oh no, this is this is pretty fun. I didn't know they could get that big. I didn't know they had a undetermined growth rate. Mm-hmm. That's pretty. That's pretty interesting. Which would ex- I could ex- see where all the legends could come from, especially when you're so undisturbed for so long. No one's hunting you or dropping cars in your head. Yeah. So catfish are pretty good at, about getting out of the food chain pretty fast. Yeah. Like they can get they get twenty thirty pounds pretty quick, and that's hard for most animals to eat. Yeah, they leave that. you alone pretty much. You know, alligators and other catfish are, and snapping turtles are what you're worried about. Yeah. You don't got any of those really up here to worry about. Well, yeah. I'm, yeah. A lot of these are from the south. And <laughs> right. Stuff like right. That, yeah. But, yeah. But no, that was pretty interesting. Pretty fun stuff. Did I forget anything I told you to remind me about in the beginning? No, we already covered it. It was at 95 whales. Oh, yeah. Whales, whales, catfish. Whales, whales, whales. Whales, whale. Whale. All right. (laughs) I have been the fish-loving Justin. Ooh. And I've been the fish admirer. Did I say that before? Don't know. I don't know either. Fish-friendly is what you said. Fish-friendly. Okay, I'm a fish admirer now okay jay i was like you say <laughs> yeah and together we are just the corn so thank you for joining us on this journey we hope we dropped a few kernels of knowledge there you go uh on you on this podcast and tune in next monday for the bat squatch episode y- 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 big is, reveal yeah which is another banger all right it is it is a banger all right everybody You've been listening to Cryptids of the Corn. Be sure to join us in the next episode where we tantalize your intellect and expand the horizons of your mind. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. That helps others find the show, and we really appreciate it. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll catch you in the next episode. Until then, stay magical.
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.